Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the first ever Let's Grow Girls podcast. In case you didn't get that, that is a little Shania Twain reference. Uh, you know, let's go girls, let's grow girls. I thought it was clever. Anyways, hi, my name is Amanda, and I am your podcast host. So, the purpose of my podcast is to help myself grow and maybe help you guys grow along with me. I think in this day and age, we always see stuff about how to be that girl or just trying to match everyone else on TikTok and social media. But really, I think it's just important to find what makes you feel good and do what's best for you mentally and physically. So to start out, I'm going to start with some positive affirmations. I have this amazing app called I Am. And I believe I got their subscription, but it's only like $1.99 a month, I believe. And it is totally, totally worth it. Um, They give me affirmations like every hour, every hour and a half, just depends. And it honestly has really helped me. It motivates me and I swear they always come right when I start to struggle, right when I get a negative thought in my head. It's like it can just read my mind. So I'm going to start out with a few. Um, I favorited some, so let's see what comes up. The first is, I love and respect myself exactly as I am. This is a huge, huge one. Um, I mean, I know we're listening to this, we're taking these words I'm spewing out at you. Take this with a grain of salt or whatever. Um, I'm just 17 years old. But I know we're trying to maybe change ourselves some, But at the same time, we have to respect and love ourselves exactly where we are right now in this moment because it's you and you won't get this moment back. So I think it's really, really important to love where you are right now. You've made it this far and I am so proud of you for that. Okay, let's get to the next one. Each moment I show gratitude creates another door with additional blessings behind it. Gratitude is such a major thing that I still definitely need to work on. Um, Back when I was in therapy, I've taken a little break from it. I know, I know, part of my growth will definitely be getting back to therapy. But that is a whole story for another time of how I got in and out of it. I can share that one later. But anyways, part of working through anxiety is finding what you're grateful for. What gifts each day life gives you. And I think showing gratitude to others also makes them feel worthy. And I feel like finding little moments throughout the day to be grateful for. Just, I'm so grateful for having my computer that I'm recording this on because it helps me stay connected with others or I'm just so grateful for this candle I just lit because it's making my room smell better um just little things like that there's so much to be grateful for and it can really just ground us in a way and remind us that we're just humans on this little floating rock in the middle of space I don't necessarily understand how the two connect but I find that once you find little things to be grateful for it just really puts life into a perspective all right 
let's do maybe one or two more. Depends on how much I connect to the next one. I am close to making my dreams come true. I am obsessed with this app because it gives me things like this. I have big major goals that I'm constantly trying to reach. I am currently... I currently attend a performing arts school and I'm currently planning to go to a performing arts college next year, which I'm very excited for. And this just reminds me when I see affirmations like this, sometimes I'll get them when I'm at work or when I'm at school or when I'm doing my academic work or after dance or maybe I've had a really bad day. And this just reminds me why I'm doing what I'm doing. I have these amazing dreams and goals that I really, really hope to achieve one day. And affirmations like this and reminding myself that each thing that I'm doing is going to help me get to my goal. Right now, I'm just working a job as a receptionist. But making this money and saving a ton for college is it really going to help me advance in my future so I can attend this amazing college and not have to worry as much about finances and I can just live my life when I'm older. And each day that I go to a dance class is one more day that I'm getting better. And even if I had the most horrible dance class, I was falling out of turns, I felt not flexible, I was having bad body image, that class is still so much better than me being at home and just having so many negative thoughts flowing through my head at home. At least I'm in class and I'm trying to get better. I'm connecting with friends. Even if I'm having just a really bad friendship day, it's still so, so, so much better than doing nothing at all. So even if you take one step, if you take 10 steps, if you go to a class, if you call up a friend, you are getting one step closer to making your dreams come true. And I'm so proud of you for that. Okay, I just love this. I'm gonna do one more. I'm so sorry. You're probably so bored of this. But I love these affirmations. I just love them. They're so great. 100% of my focus is on my health and happiness. Ah, this is the perfect one to finish off on. This is what I wanna focus on on this podcast. I wanna focus on finding happiness and finding health and I know these are very taboo subjects especially regarding health because there's so much toxic diet culture everywhere and I have fallen victim to that. I have experienced a very very aggressive eating disorder in my past and I'm in the recovery process and according to my doctors and therapists I'm in remission from anorexia and that is such a gift and It has helped me find so much happiness, but I know that there's so much more happiness out there. And one of the hard things about focusing on health is that your brain can get so restrictive or so hyper-focused so fast, and it can become a really toxic thing to focus on. And I've definitely fallen victim to the whole restrictive, toxic element of it. And I'm now just trying to find a way to make longevity out of it. I want to live a long, happy, and healthy life. And I wasn't always able to say that. I wasn't always able to say, I want to live a long life. You know, there's been some really awful downfalls, but I... 
now find that having more of a flexible health that can last me long term regarding maybe fueling, fueling my body with foods that I enjoy and foods that make me feel good. And honestly, for me, it's really hard to find foods that do both. I'm a very, very, very picky eater. Um, So I really had to find ways to incorporate vegetables and supplements and such that will help me feel good, um, that also taste good and really satisfy what my brain is craving. Um, So I think that's something that I really want to focus on in this podcast is giving you guys ideas um, to have an intuitive and just healthy approach to eating and living your life. Finding a healthy approach to exercise, doing things like going on walks or doing just like 30-minute workouts like a few days a week so you can feel good and mentally get your hormones like little um, endorphins and just all of the feel-good hormones up and making you feel good without it turning into something toxic because I know that is something so 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 hard for some people and it was hard for me and I think it's so good to have someone to be able to relate to um with that kind of stuff so yes so um I want to list some things that I've been doing to make myself feel good so example what I was just talking about eating balanced meals that physically and mentally satisfy me now As again, I've stated I'm a picky eater and so mentally I'm always craving things that always taste good and those are normally the stereotypical unhealthy things. Now, if I compare that with something that is more on the healthier side and that can be anything. Health means something different to each person but for me, that can be, I don't know, I mean, tonight I had collie rice, with chicken and sauce and I know that can sound like a restrictive meal for some but guess what guess what I'm pairing that with for later I'm having this big bowl of ice cream because that is what my brain is craving and needs but I also need to have something that's going to make me feel good and so I'm balancing out okay my brain really really wants ice cream but my body really really wants vegetables and nutrients nutrients and there is nutrients in ice cream don't get me wrong there is so much to offer in ice cream such as calcium and there's even protein and carbs all those amazing things in ice cream so don't get me wrong that is very important but I'm trying to find balance in my okay I guess I need to eat my vegetables too so that's really hard some ways I've gotten more vegetables in is definitely adding more sauces. I mean, tonight I just put red sauce on it. Sometimes I'll do a little Parmesan cheese. Um, air frying. Air frying. Putting oil. Oh my gosh. So, so, so helpful. Just do some little zucchini slices with some oil. Put in the air fryer. Do that with sweet potatoes. Make sweet potato fries. Ah, And it just makes you feel so so good and do you know what never fails a chicken caesar salad never fails and you'll get that vitamin is it vitamin a or is it vitamin k i don't know there's some good vitamins in there too for you i'm not a doctor again i'm a 17 year old girl i'm just trying to be like you guys so yeah i don't know i don't have the most insightful most educated information but I feel like it's real and it's raw and it's things that a lot of us go through but we don't talk about it. We don't 
talk about this stuff. We don't talk about the constant battle of, oh, should I eat this? Oh, should I work out? Oh, should I do all these things? So, anyways, I think that's very important. Another thing I've been doing is I've been trying to focus on drinking more water. When I was deep in my eating disorder, I would just drink and drink and drink water to suppress my appetite. Then once I began recovery, I just kind of stopped drinking water because low-key, somehow drinking a ton of water became very triggering for me and just made it so much more harder to recover. So I low-key just stopped drinking a lot of water. I don't really know why. I can't explain it. Normally, it honestly works for people in reverse. A lot of people just stop intaking things in general with their eating disorders or for restrictive eating disorders. I know that there's binge eating disorder, binge eating disorders, excuse my mouth, and um, other disorders such as that. That's a little different, but for me with my anorexia and there's a restrictive, anyways, I still drink a lot of water, but other people work in different ways. Anyways. My point is, apologies for rambling. You guys are so done with me. Um, I have been struggling with drinking water, and recently I've been setting goals for myself each day to drink at least 50 fluid ounces of water. Just 50 fluid ounces. That's all it takes. And I've been feeling so much better. Now, yes, I think it would be great to do the whole 64 fluid ounces, uh, eight ounce, like eight glasses of water, cups of water you know the whole like drink eight glasses of water a day it's like eight cups of water 64 fluid ounces that yes that is a great goal but right now I'm starting at something that's attainable and something I can keep up each day because if I set my standard too high too soon I know I won't achieve it so that is my recommendation for you start somewhere that's attainable and then work your way up and you will definitely see more results. And I have been feeling so much better. I have far less brain fog. My acne is, I mean, I started acne meds the other day, but my acne is already just, my skin feels so much better. My brain feels so much better. My body feels so much better. My focus has been far, far more focused. I don't know. Don't know where I was going with that one. But yes. I recommend drinking water. That is an amazing way to kickstart being balanced and feeling healthy. Now, of course, I get Starbucks all the all the time. So I'm not saying cut out your Coke or cut out your blah, blah, blah. Cut out this drink. Go and drink that drink. Go do that. Because if someone told me to stop getting my strawberry acai or my ice peach green tea lemonade... And just only drink water. No, I'd be mad. And I feel like that's another way to restrict. So don't do that. Go live your life. Just add in some extra water. Take one extra bathroom break a day. It won't hurt. It'll really, really help you. All right. Another thing that I am doing that is making me feel really good and helping me stay healthy. When I mean healthy, I mean physically, mentally, all the things. All the healthies. Is talking to my friends on the phone when I'm driving in the car. Now, obviously, I'm doing Bluetooth, speaker, all the hands-off things. Do not do not hold your phone while you're driving. That's very unsafe. That's very not healthy. It's very putting much putting yourself in an unsafe situation. So that's the opposite of healthy. But talking to your friends in the car 
is such an amazing thing to do to relieve yourself and also keep your social interaction and social relationships at a good level a good healthy level for example for me and i have a boyfriend and he is at college and i am in high school and he is far away he's four hours away and that is very hard and we've been struggling long distance is hard especially when someone's starting out something they've never been exposed to such as my boyfriend starting college we've really struggled and i told him i was like this isn't working we're gonna have like if we don't start talking more like this this isn't gonna work and i started calling him for 10 minutes just every day or like five days of the week and then we'll do maybe one big call a week but at the time we had only been doing like 40 minute call once a week that's not working that's not gonna hold up but if you do a nice little solid like 10 minute call life-changing you just do a little update you do a little rant you do a little i miss you and you move on with your day and it's not taking up too much time like you can find a 10 minute slot in your day when you're walking to class when you're driving to like the grocery store to school to class anything like that you can find that time i assure you you can and that has helped me so so beyond so be I don't, I don't know where I was going with that but it's helped me beyond words I guess is what I'm trying to say so yes call your people call your friends I call my mom all the time I call some of my best friends I'll call them all the time and yeah sometimes I feel like they don't want to talk to me and they just want to listen to their music in the car but honestly I think in the end they're glad I called they're glad I got them out of their self-deprecating song listening for a few minutes and it helps our relationship grow so 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 much stronger a 10 minute call a few times a week is so huge in the long in the grand scheme of things and long term so i definitely recommend that i definitely recommend that over listening to self-deprecating music all the time i love harry styles more than anything ever but sometimes it's not good to listen to Fine Line. It's not good to listen to From the Dining Table. I have a lot of friends who are big, big fans of Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know how much you can listen to Motion Sickness and songs like that. I don't know most of her songs, but I do know that's one of her songs. And I know she has some really self-deprecating stuff. Don't even get me started on Lana Del Rey. And yes, I feel like it's so great to have music to relate to. But also, you shouldn't listen to that every time you're sad. You need to dig yourself out of that sadness hole, not dig yourself deeper into it. So doing things like calling your friends or even just putting on happy music, put on Lizzo. Put on Lizzo. I assure you, even Lizzo's saddest songs are not that sad. Like, put on Jerome. Jerome's, like, one of her, like, more sad songs. And it still makes you feel like a baddie. Anyways. That's my... That's my thoughts on talking on the phone while driving. All right. One more thing that I think is really important for you to take with you before I end this little pod. Is I think it's really, really important to be honest with yourself. We are all going on this growing journey. And one of the most important things about growing is 
noticing your flaws. What's wrong? What's going wrong? What is not attainable to keep doing? What's going to stop you from getting where you want to go? And I had a little struggle with my eating disorder the other day. And I was just feeling so low and so awful. And like I wanted to relapse and all the things. And I was honest with myself. I was like, Amanda, what are you doing? You need help before this before this actually turns into a relapse. Before you actually do something not good. Um, so I called up my mom. And I was like, Mom, I'm really struggling. Can you please hold me accountable? Can you please stop me from weighing myself? I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily losing weight, but I couldn't stop weighing myself. And I was like, can you please hold me accountable, accountable to stop weighing myself? And since I told her, she hasn't even had to keep me accountable, really. Uh, I keep my own word, but she knows and she will hold me accountable if I need. But having someone in your support system who will hold you accountable, who will keep you from performing these awful bad habits that will hurt you. It is so, 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 so important. Hold yourself accountable. Realize your flaws. I don't know. DM me. Do whatever. That's at amanda.a.mason underscore on Instagram. But (laughs) hold yourself accountable. You cannot grow if you aren't honest with yourself. You can't keep lying to yourself, you know? So I think that's something so important. Write it down. Come back to it every so often. Be like, wow, I still really need to work on that. Or wow, I've grown so much from that. But if you don't start with realizing what is holding you back from living life, you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow. So anyways, thank you so much for listening to my first ever podcast episode I I love to have you here. If you made it this far, wow, I love you. If you didn't make it this far, wow, I still love you. Um, I hope you remind yourself. I hope this serves to go as a reminder that you are so loved. I love you. I don't even know you, but I love you. If we're going on this journey together, I love you so much. You are so amazing, and I am so beyond proud of you for living, for functioning, for fueling another day. You are amazing and I can't wait to grow with you. Thank you so much. Mwah.